tried to go vegan and my skin just erupted and I went to, to spoke to so many specialists and a lot of them just said, do you know what, when you go vegan or vegetarian and you've eaten meat, your body's trying to get rid of all the toxins. And what's yeah, happened so here purge. is... Exactly. It's like purging the toxins. But what happened with me is it never rehealed. So the toxins right. just like... And they just said sometimes like it just doesn't suit everybody yeah so, sometimes just uh, listen to your body yeah you have to listen to your body hello and welcome to the glow up presented by Statter magazine i'm vicky notaro and i'm denise Curtin, and we're here to talk to some of our favorite people about one of our favorite things beauty that's right, because thankfully it's one of the few things we still feckin' have. Um, now, this fortnight's guest is one of Ireland's top editorial stylists and has an extremely covetable style of her own. Yes, that's right. She's known for creating red carpet looks as well as beautiful shoots for campaigns and brands, magazines internationally. And oh, her own stunning Instagram. It's Courtney Stunning. Smith. Courtney, oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> that is a nice intro. Thank you very I, much. I am available to write intros for anybody at any time. <laughs> Actually, do you know it. what? I'm going to get my website redone and I'll give you a call. <laughs> okay, perfect. There you go now, Copywriting is it's one of my skills. <laughs> I know, I'm hired. How are things, Courtney? Good, thank you. You're a new mummy. I how, is, how is Mr. Zen the baby? You're saying he's not so zen today. <laughs> no, he's not so zen today. He's going through a growth spurt, so he's a bit cranky. Oh. But um, but all good otherwise. Big change, obviously, but uh, yes. loving every minute. So, Courtney, a few people were a bit surprised when, when a baby appeared on your Instagram. <laughs> yeah. um, I was one of those people that was like, I knew. Like, oh. trying to say, I was waiting on the, the pregnancy announcement, like you walking down the beach and revealing your bump, but you decided to just keep it to yourself. Yeah, do you know what? I think, I think there was like, do you know, there was no, we didn't have, I hadn't thought about it. It wasn't like this big plan. I just yeah. never put it out there. And then I think it was actually, that's why it was so surprising. But I just, I think with lockdown, like obviously nobody, I wasn't seeing people. So yeah. like every like lots of people knew like it wasn't like a secret but yeah. then just at the same the time public. because I wasn't like posting the bump I guess but um, yeah but you were amazing at hiding it as well I know you weren't necessarily trying to hide it but just a, a front on view you just couldn't see it he was hiding no no you got yeah such a beautiful fabulous little bump like you were so lucky <laughs> you're you're one of those really blessed people I was like yeah. oh so envious. <laughs> Do you know what? Again, like, I mean, I like, I think if I was to get pregnant again, I probably obviously would show it, but because I, I wouldn't have lockdown to hide anyway. But um, I hope. But um, yeah, God. But I th- I loved dr- dressing the bump. I loved being pregnant and I loved um, like, uh, like learning how to style it and having a bit of fun with it. So I shared a lot of it after the fact. So like when, when I was like, Zen's here. <laughs> yeah. I was like, now I can <laughs> show people what I was wearing that whole time. <laughs> I love that. And like, you were still doing your kind of collabs and your, your Instagram posts and stuff. But yeah, just we were none. The, well, I was the wiser and I was looking for it. But <laughs> no, were you scrutinising all my posts? I was. I was like, why do you this baby? God. And he's gorgeous. Congratulations. And yeah, I guess congratulations. How I'm, sh- I'm sure your beauty routine and all has changed since you've become a new mom. But we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. I wanted to kind of get a, for our listeners to kind of get a feel for you, first of all. So you've been working as a stylist for how long now? Going on 12 years. 
Well, right. So, so yeah, mad. you've been. I've known you pretty much as long as as we've both been working in the industry. Like, and it's it's amazing to see kind of how your career has evolved from yeah. you know just from doing a bit of personal styling to. Do you remember we were judges together on Ireland's Ultimate Debutante? Oh God! <laughs> I knew I knew you'd bring that of up. Of course, I was going to bring it up. But it was amazingly Cringe. terrible. But <laughs> it was amazingly cringy. <laughs> it was basically. I don't. I was only a guest judge for the last episode but it was basically like yeah Ireland's best girl going to the Debs and Courtney was like the style advisor oh my god do you know that I'm googling this as you're talking about it oh god I think it is I think so I think there might be some bits of it but look it was in the past but it was funny and look we got paid Courtney that's all that matters (laughs) and you did you you shared your wisdom with the the debutantes of Ireland Um, oh god God, I hope they it, get to have their debs this year. I was only thinking oh that yesterday. Oh, totally. Here's yeah. Was the one already missed then, I assume, wasn't yeah. there this year? Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, like, I wonder if they'll let last year's six years go or if they'd be too cool to go, like school politics, I'm obsessed with all that sort of stuff. But, but you know what I was thinking? Last year's six years, they had it hard, like between the leaving oh. cert, missing their debs, missing yeah. freshers week, beginning college and things like yeah, that. Like, and their grads it's been and everything. a bloody oh. tough ride for them. Like, it you know. Has. But I'd and say you know what, I think I was, I think most people are so kind of consumed with what's going on in their own lives that they probably haven't even thought of that. But it's such yeah. a rite of passage, isn't it? Oh, Absolutely. Completely. Like, completely. I, I wasn't the biggest fan of college, but I'm, th- and especially first year, I felt so out of my depth. But I w- I'm so thrilled that I got to experience that at the same time. Like, and like our Debs was mad. We were banned from most places. So we weren't, we had to go somewhere <laughs> okay, quite far that. away. <laughs> I think a lot you, of schools had that. It was like, you aren't coming back. <laughs> but yeah, our Debs was interesting to say the least. Um, but yeah, that was that was a gas experience, Courtney. That was a good few years ago now. Um, but yeah, like I've seen you kind of evolve not only to like his style and kind of international shoots for Elle magazine and, you know, doing your own range for H&M and now you're an Instagram queen as well. So it's amazing to see <laughs> you kind of rolling with the changes as, as we all have to, I guess, in this industry. Yeah, I think for me, it was probably... It's a, it was a very natural progression. Like I start, yeah. I actually started in art. Like I was studying in London and I was styling celebrities for a boutique over there after doing a postgrad in London College of Fashion. And when I came back to Ireland, I had these kind of grand ideas of becoming this amazing magazine stylist. That's what I wanted to do. I always just wanted to shoot for magazines and yeah. and, and brands. But it's so, it is so hard. Back then it was so hard. And even now it's still so hard to get your foot in the door. And I was like knocking on doors and I was showing everybody my work and everything. And eventually uh, TV3, as it was known back then, uh, replied to an email that I think I sent them an email in like the September and they responded in like April saying, uh, and I was looking to style their their presenters backstage, not knowing they didn't do that. Yeah, <laughs> not knowing they all just dress themselves yeah. and um, they got, came back to me they were like look you've got a great kind of uh, portfolio you've styled loads of people would you be interested in actually being on the show for Ireland AM and it, what I, I hadn't actually that's not what I wanted I wanted to be behind the scenes so I was like I'm going to take any opportunity I can get so I was like absolutely yeah no problem I can I can do live TV that's fine now <laughs> Sorry, at this point, I'd actually done two appearances on Gox Fashion Fix when I was in London. So they knew I had TV experience, but it's right, totally okay. different. I was yeah. 
goes yeah. on for all of like 45 seconds talking to Gok because uh, I was managing and head stylist of this boutique at the time and he would come in and do his like hot piece that week kind of from the, right. from the store and things like that. So it was a totally different like kettle of fish and I had to kind of send in my ideas and then I had a meeting with the producer and I was on my way in to meet the producer and they phoned me to cancel the meeting and, say, and then, but, but they no yeah I was like devastated they're like we're gonna have to cancel we're so sorry mm. but any chance you can be here tomorrow morning at 6am with two models and six outfits oh and wow like, that's oh Ireland God. for you isn't it yeah. Yeah. Notice. just Ireland Literally. for you I love it and I was like, yeah, no problem. And then I hung up the phone and freaked out because I didn't know any model agency. I didn't have any rapport with any of the stores. I hadn't started doing any actual styling work in Ireland right. at that point. Yeah. I was on the dole and I was living with my parents and I was sitting there spending all my days emailing people and um, <laughs> trying to get I my remember the door. well. Yeah, mm. that's what you have to do. And uh, yeah, so then like literally I was on the next morning. I Oh, sorry, I went to... Um, I went to Swords Pavilions and I went into Zara and I explained the situation to the manager and I was like, here's my dad's credit card. If I don't come back, <laughs> if I don't charge come back, you can charge it. Amazing. <laughs> and to well, be fair to her, she was yeah. so lovely and gave me the clothes and I phoned up an agency that doesn't even exist anymore and they were very kind to give me two models uh, pro bono and they said, look, if, if, you, if, you, if you get a... If you get a regular gig, just make sure you use our models. And and that was, so everyone was actually very kind at the beginning to give me, um, to help me out. And then I got a, a weekly slot and I was on every week for, God, a couple of years anyway, until I kind of switched over to Expose. Um, <laughs> and uh, they didn't like you doing both shows at the time. They so didn't, you were either, no, they didn't. Yeah, you were either Ireland M or Expose. And yeah. I think I kind of did a couple of years in Ireland M and I, I, I kind of, wanted to kind of spice it up a little bit. So I was like, right, Exposé it yeah, they're very, They were very different. Like obviously Exposé was in the evening, so you didn't have to get up with the crack of dawn and you could do, yeah. Yeah, you could do a little bit more kind of, I remember the like slow-mo ex- Exposé videos, like you could have a model yeah. switching around. She wasn't just walking out and describing her outfit. So, oh, yeah. RIP Exposé, I miss it. Yeah. 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 Miss Exposé. But it felt a bit more creative. Yeah, it did. Yeah. I used to go on and do the slots like chatting about uh, the Oscars or, you know, yeah. like the, the reality TV of the time. I think we were on together at one point, actually. Oh, definitely. We? Yeah, we definitely were. Like, we've we've been around the planet. Yeah, we've been around yeah, the planet. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but that, that's just your story is so Irish. It's so typical. That's exactly so how, how it works. Like, you and go, hi, can I do this? And you knock on the right person's door and they go, go on, so I'll give you a chance. And if you don't, fuck it up, as RuPaul says. <laughs> you're yeah. kind of in there, like swimwear. And then... It's just about being consistent and about being able to keep it up. So whenever anyone's asking me for advice about getting into the industry, that's what I say. It's all about making contacts and being sound and keeping those contacts on side. Totally. And I think as well, like what happened, Courtney, it's so not being afraid to be thrown in at the deep end. You know, like you didn't know where to pick clothes from, who to contact, but you didn't say (laughs) no to the opportunity, which is so important, you know, because like, look at you now. My motto is say yes and then figure it out later. Yeah, yeah, great totally. motto. I love that. How much of an influence um, is beauty on you? Like, would you would you have always? Um, I know the answer to this. You would have mostly done your own hair, and makeup for TV appearances, right? Oh, always. Yeah, always yeah. did my own hair and makeup. Yeah, and like, I always loved hair and makeup. Tips, I, I presume from from your years on set. 
Oh, 100%. Like, I mean, like, it's always the makeup artists and the hairstylists that give you all the best tips. And I feel like yeah. I'm only good at doing my own hair and makeup because of that. But I was always interested in it. So, like, my, in transition year, I did, I did my work experience in Tony and Guy. I wanted to be a hairstylist yeah. initially. And um, if you look at... I actually applied for Mac and they wouldn't let me in. But um, I don't think they took <laughs> yeah. transition students. But right. um, I was you know, obsessed I did the same with thing. Like if Mac, you look at... Mac were so... Yeah, Mac, no, I was just saying Mac were so secretive or something, weren't they? Trying to get in there was always a tough, a tough one with Mac. It was like, it was such I a like little, why. A little yeah, elite group or something. It was a tough one. It was or always, maybe it's yeah. because it was in Brent Thomas, was it harder because there was yeah, like more so. rules and regulations and stuff. Yeah, but, um, maybe so. But I, if you look at pictures of me, like as a 16 year old going to uh, clubs that I probably shouldn't have been in. Um, <laughs> I had like bright orange eyeshadow that I would match to a shoe. Like, and I mean luminous orange. <laughs> uh, and I was like, so I was always like, I always played around with it. I, I, or like, like a full green eye that like I saw on Christine Aguilera or something. So yes. I was always very playful with my hair and makeup and I wasn't afraid to, to kind of switch it up. Uh, like even my hair journey, like I had, when I first started on Ireland AM, my hair was bright orange. Like it wasn't, I wouldn't it was even short, say ginger. Wasn't it? You had it a shorter. bob at one point, didn't you? I did. I had a bob at one point as well. So I've always, like my hair is the most normal it's been maybe in the last three years. But before that, I was always quite experimental. I used to have pink dip dyed tips and bright orange hair. And I even my peroxide blonde <laughs> at one point which really didn't suit me and didn't last very long. <laughs> you have the most fabulous hair. Every time I look at your Instagram, I'm like, you bitch. Yeah, that curly <laughs> blow dry. My extensions just... are gone. I'm like, give me your hair. My yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look like that in a million years so you're blessed with that and I bet pregnancy made it even better did it yeah I was I think you go one of two ways you either lose your hair or you get yeah. really thick hair and my hair was already thick but it's super thick now so um I have to yeah definitely mind it I don't get to wash it as much as I like anymore but <laughs> <laughs> that's having a baby yeah yeah oh, cute so tell us then how did kind of things evolve from doing television to doing these massive shoots for all sorts of magazines from I don't know like was it one of the L magazines you've done you've yeah. done all the Irish kind of fashion mags I, I suppose I think being on TV3 it probably fast forwarded it a little bit in that I was recognized as a stylist straight away and brands yeah. always want to be on TV because it's amazing coverage for them so I had a lot of brands contacting me so to, to be on the show and with that like I saw that as my way in so I would take these brands on and put them on the show and then like build a bit of a rapport with them and say by the way you know I do campaigns as well and you know I do right. as well. Oh, that was so smart. I actually yeah. kind of went a bit backwards I suppose for most stylists start and they start editorial and from their mm. editorials they get campaigns I started with campaigns and from that got editorials right um, okay yeah so I was doing like all the campaigns for Pamela Scott I was doing a lot for BT2 at the time um anyone that I was getting on TV I was basically going yeah but I really want to do your campaign <laughs> um <laughs> So, but but it worked so well, and the two t like like it, it was an evolution. So like I was going from TV, well initially person personal shopping in a store and celebrity dressing. Then I was doing TV styling, and from that I was getting campaigns, and then from that into editorial. And even now, I suppose I think in the last maybe 
18 months to two years, I've evolved even more into a creative director role. Um, Yes. and, And I would always team the two together. I was always creative director and stylist on the kind of more creative shoots, but of late I've actually been hiring young stylists to work alongside you? me where, okay, I'm, yeah, where I'm just the creative director because I feel that like I'm pulling myself thin doing both right. roles because it's full it's full on you're doing two full full-time jobs uh, and yeah. I like to kind of put all my focus into one so for the obviously given the current climate I've been doing some shoots via zoom which yeah. is just yeah. Like Crazy. a strange evolution. Yeah. But the yeah. fact that I can't be on set. So, you know, let's say the team is in London and I'm there via Zoom and I'm creative directing and they're sharing the screen with me. So I'm approving images as we go. But I've got a young stylist on set. Now, sometimes I'll have sent the clothes and it's just them there to kind of put it Putting together. Putting them together. And, make sure and, yeah, steamed and everything. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and just to have somebody on set to kind of make sure it's all you know, going smoothly. Sitting correctly um, and, yeah. Exactly. So yeah. it's, yeah, it's been a strange old evolution. And like you said, the Instagram thing, that happened, I think I was probably one of the first stylists to probably kind of utilise my Instagram here because yeah. I started getting a following from TV right, more okay. than anything. So yeah. like my following started from Expose. Most people, I still get people that follow me going, I started following you from Expose. Uh, yeah. If they're like <laughs> sending me a DM or whatever. And, if you go really far back on my Instagram, I used to always just put up behind the scenes on, on shoots and work and stuff. But then what happened was really naturally, I suppose, people kept asking me about my style, not about yes. the work I was doing. So I kind of was like, okay, well, the inter- and I, I would see it just from the likes and the interest and the shares that like people weren't necessarily engaging so much with my behind the scenes. They were actually engaging more with me as, and my personality and my style. And I think that was around the time that Instagram was really blowing up and people were becoming like, you know, there was actual influencers out there. Yes. Um, I still wouldn't, I still don't really consider myself one, even if I'm I'm sometimes called one. But well, like you're I, hugely influential, like whether you, yeah. whether you like the title or not, you know, that, that's just a fact. But it's, it's, like, not, it's not even about not liking it. I just, I, it's such a bizarre it is it's like like calling yourself a celebrity it is yeah Yeah, it's totally totally weird but I love sharing style I love sharing fashion and I love any excuse to put on a nice little outfit so the fact that people like to see it is is just an extra bonus (laughs) yeah because you're going to do it anyway yeah exactly (laughs) they might as well enjoy it yeah and may as well share it but that's so true like your job is definitely always evolving which makes it so interesting especially now with Instagram becoming such a you know dominant part of it it's cool to watch that evolution you know and even hear you talk about it from like the very beginning to like what it has become now it's really really cool and it's cool to watch as well from from the from the other side I think it's amazing but I've always really admired your style you've always been really like funky and a bit different and Uh like mixing and matching like patterns and textures and you're very it's very much my kind of style. Like you're not a girl that's afraid of a print or oh, uh, leather yeah. or <laughs> yeah. vinyl or anything yeah. like that. So I'm into it for sure. I do love looking at other people who are real minimalist and I'd love to do it. It's just not me. I'm no. the same. But yeah, I I'm like, their accounts. Oh, yeah, I'm like, look at that person just wearing jeans and a white t-shirt. It'll never be me. It just oh, won't yeah. be. It's, it's not same- my vibe. It's the same as me in my Instagram. You know, the way you can save pictures and they go into your like saved Your section. collections, yeah. 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 
in my save section, the amount of different styles of clothing. One day I'm like, that's the kind of aesthetic I want to go for. The next day it's <laughs> totally different. It's like a million different people in one section. I'm like, but I don't know. But isn't that the fun of it as it well? Is, like that's that's totally. what I love consuming because I wouldn't call, I'm not a big fashion girl at all. Like I think as I'm getting older and, and curvier, it's more difficult to get dressed. But even when I was like stick thin and 22, I wasn't a fashion gal. I just bought things I liked and put them on. And nowadays I find myself buying like mostly kind of good quality basics, like nice jeans, good t-shirts, yeah. nice cashmere jumpers. And then like the odd fabulous standout piece. Like that's kind of my my thing at the moment, which is why, Courtney, I'm mad about your style because I love all the kind of cardigan um, jackets that you have and like uh, kimono-y bits and gorgeous like statementy pieces. Yeah, and you know that's I think like I if I look at my wardrobe, I've a lot of jackets, a lot of coats, and a lot yes. of cardigans, and I feel yeah. like they're my statement pieces because I feel like it's the thing that everyone always sees. Like yeah. you yes. can have the most basic outfit underneath, and then the most wow one piece, and it's like yeah. oh, it looks like you put loads of effort in. <laughs> well, that's yeah. exactly my my method of dressing for sure. <laughs> and you've I know you've done uh, your own boot line in the past, yeah. but you've you great shoes because again, I'm not a heels gal. I can't can't walk in them they they just upset me but I love a good boot oh I love a good boot mm-hmm. and uh, I've actually always said that like if I was to bring out a, a product again it would it would definitely be shoes it would definitely be boots I'd say so it's I just I, I, like just it's just my thing yeah and I and like like you said like there's been a massive evolution from where I started to where I am now so like who knows 10 years down the line I might not be doing anything to do with this I might have a fashion line or something yeah. who knows you might, but, um, you might have a beauty line you might have a hairline I might yeah. have a you beauty know. line who knows no. Like the, this is the thing. It's so exciting. Like the, literally, the world is your oyster. And like when I see other people, like his models that you would have hired on Ireland AM, like Pippa O'Connor, now yeah. kind of dominating the scene in Ireland with Poco and with Up Cosmetics, because they're such good quality. She's flying, and She's everybody flying. just really likes her. And it's just it's so Irish. Like it's like oh, I really like that girl. I followed her for years, and now I'm going to buy all her stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. it's but lovely though. It's it, so it just nice, means yeah. yeah, it means that like we have opportunities here that you mightn't have like you were saying you might be stylist on a shoot you might also be creative director you might also be doing the styling assistance job because you haven't got an assistant that day like if you were on a shoot like in London for a brand campaign there'd be 20 of you and that's the thing I love and hate about Ireland because we're overworked but (laughs) you have so much kind of control and creativity it's the same in magazines like there'd be 20 of us Denise if we worked in the UK oh totally I I think when you're creative you're creative like so like you, you always dip your toe. I'm sure for you guys, it's all hands on deck in the magazine. Like, you yeah. know, you don't, you're not afraid to, to get your hands dirty and to do the different jobs and the different roles. And like, even like I was saying to you, I, I was always really passionate about hair and makeup. I've actually done the hair and makeup on many of my shoes. Oh my God, yeah. that's so cool. Now, oh, wow. not of late, not recently. I don't know how well my clients would receive it now, but very early <laughs> on, um, like when I was doing test shoots, I would do the models hair and makeup and styling. And wow. even did, I. it was actually, um, oh, I can't remember what magazine, it was an Irish magazine, I can't remember what it was, but um, it was years ago, oh, probably about eight or nine years ago, and I was on a shoot in South was it South Africa? I think it was South Africa in Cape Town. And the hair and makeup person just never showed up. So I ended up doing the hair and the makeup and we had an incredible model. And it was this kind of like swimsuit shoot and uh, we were in this like kind of 
broke down motel and I ended up having to do the entire thing we actually I had to walk across to like um a pharmacy and buy all the tools no. that I would need oh, no. and I went oh back God. and I did her hair and makeup I'd love to take that shoot out actually because it actually was quite good as well <laughs> if I if like, I do say so myself that's the thing though when you're working with a feckin' stunning ethereal model like they don't need that much and that's no. why sometimes I'm like why are you spending so much like hair and makeup is obviously very specialist and it's amazing industry but when you're working with these like perfect genetic creatures <laughs> they don't need much they need a bit of sand in the hair a bit of literally you know, yeah like that's it lip gloss <laughs> they're yeah, perfect they're gone. So, I actually yeah. I shot a big tan campaign last week and we didn't use makeup we used like the tanning product and oils and the only wow. thing that she had was like bushed up brows um, like no mascara nothing like like lip oh, gloss that. Like a oh yeah that sounds so and cool yeah, you just, you book the, book the model that like works for the campaign. And like, I was like, I also was, I didn't want to put makeup. It's a tan campaign. Like it was kind yeah. of defeated the purpose of yeah. the whole thing. But I still had a makeup artist there to do the grooming and to make sure that she looked absolutely flawless because, you know, you right. want it to be brilliant. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. I love that. Okay, let's talk about your life in beauty. So how would you describe your own kind of beauty personality? Oh, oh. Like, what, um, like, would you be a glamazon? Would you be kind of more natural and ethereal nowadays? More kind of oh, boho? ethereal, I wish. I would, I would actually <laughs> say boho. Um, I, I definitely err on the side of, like, I prefer a more natural base. So, yeah. like, all of the foundations that I use have, like, very little to minimal coverage. But I do love that whole dewy glowiness. And I'm happy out if I have my lips and my brows done. I don't have to have anything else but lips and brows and I'd, I'd right. be happy but in saying that I look that, crazy yeah if I do, do that you? <laughs> yeah. I, if my I lips just... are done I look bizarre because I think naturally I have quite pale insignificant lips so when I do them they kind of then take over my face but you well, wear see, a bright lip as well Vicky yeah so like, you do. I do yeah, yeah. I do yeah. That's do true. you remember do you remember back in the day when we used to put concealer on our lips Oh God! <laughs> Stop it! Days of pan stick. Yeah, well, like I blame Kim Kardashian at the start though because she has such beautiful natural coloured lips that like I was always trying to copy her nude and like her nude's not going to suit me. But no. the way like she often looked yeah. like she had foundation and lip gloss and that was it. So that yeah. it was her fault. I blame her. <laughs> it's totally her fault. <laughs> yeah. uh, but yeah, so that's kind of I I love I love fresh dewy looking skin and a bushy brow. Well, sorry, my brow game has definitely evolved. It used to be I loved a really preened brow. I still love a preened brow on yeah. other people, but uh, for me, it used to be a preened brow and it was always perfectly sculpted. Now I love a bushy brow, but yeah. um, but but I was always a brow girl, so that was kind of like my thing. And then yeah, you have always been, from, yeah. Yeah, and then I think also because the, for the lips, I have quite skinny lips, but I like them to look plumper. So I'm an overliner. So I oh, am yeah. oh, like same. big 100%. into the lip liner. Like I can't leave my house without lip liner practically. Well, I can now because yeah, I, I wear a mask, but. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that, that is the, the one benefit. Um, I love an overline, but I always feel like it looks funny on me and it doesn't look funny on you at all. So you obviously just have the good shape there to begin with and you're just plumping it, whereas I'm kind of creating a new mouth. <laughs> but I do, I'm the same, like I love a lip liner. Like once I discovered neutral pinky lip liners like Pillow Talk, the iconic yeah. one, like um, I can never remember the name of the Rimmel one, but it's not Cappuccino, it's the pinkier one. Um, once it's I the one that always them, sounds I was like, like yeah. 
I was like, oh, this is how people have mouths. Because <laughs> yeah. I just didn't know in the past. But yeah, it's And I think you have to, there's trial and error as well with these things. Like I've tried loads of different colours that do look a bit, like they, like even if they're a nudie or a pinky, they still make it look really fake. Whereas like yes. I have my favourite, favourite, all-time favourite one is Kevin Aquan. Oh, what a brand. What mm-hmm. a brand. And he's mm. got a colour called Unforgettable Lip Diviner. And Ooh, that for me yeah, do. It's so good. It's the exact same colour as my lips. So I could okay. literally draw my lips two sizes bigger and, well, I think it looks natural. Oh, well, that's very handy. Yeah, that's really, really good. It is gonna... trial and error though, like you said, finding a product that matches your skin and matches your lips and then all of a sudden you're like, this is what I was looking for. This yeah, works perfectly. Like, my Nadia, my best friend, she's like, pillow talk does not suit me. Can everyone stop saying that pillow talk suits everyone? Because it doesn't. She's like, I have, you know, she's she's half Moroccan, but she hasn't got a very deep complexion. She just has a different kind of undertone. Yeah. And then they brought out, the, like, the medium and the intense and she's like, nope, still don't work. Now, she's she's a makeup artist by trade. She doesn't yeah. do it anymore, but um, she's like, can everyone just stop saying that? And I'm like, okay, Okay, fair, but it does suit most people. Most people, you know, yeah. like most people can wear one of the one of the pillow tucks, um, and they are amazing texture and formula, and they last ages. So if you're kind of thinking of somewhere to start with lip liner, I would, if you want to spend that much, start there. If not, try the Rimmel ones, cappuccino or the pinky one. Kind of between the two of them, I think you'll find something that suits. But Kevin Aquan, like what a brand! I haven't been that familiar with it. Um, obviously, and neither am I. The, yeah, he he was this amazing makeup artist in the 90s in New York and he died, um, I think he died in the early noughties. Um, but his brand has kind of lived on and they're still releasing new products um, because obviously brands evolve as, as people do. Yeah. Um, but there's a new mascara coming out and it's, let me think, what's it called? Is that called a volume mascara? Did I see that somewhere? That no? is new and it's nice, but it's very skinny. So it's like if you want to get all the tiny little lashes in the corners, that's the one for you. Like I think my mum would like that one. Okay. But this one, I'm trying to find the name of it here because it, it here it is here. It's not indecent. It is. Oh, it is indecent. Indecent I was say, mascara. That'd be a great name. If yeah. It was. <laughs> yeah. Kevin O'Quan, indecent mascara. So it's twenty two pounds, so about twenty five euro, and it is amazing. Okay. Space NK sent me a sample last week, and I lashed it on, and I was like, yes, queen. It's one of those that gets to the very tip, you know, and like separates and thickens. It just does yeah, it all. So if you're looking key. for a new mascara, that yeah, is I'm my always new struggling fave. with good mascaras, so I'm definitely going to give that a shot. I mean, it's about what you want. Like, I'm kind of happy out with a cheapo mascara because I've been using this lash serum for over a year now, Revitalash, or you can use any lash serum you like, but my lashes are like 10 times the length they used to be and anything works. So my only criteria is that it doesn't flake and it doesn't smudge. Like, it doesn't kind of... um, Sometimes, this sounds ridiculous, sometimes they're too long when I'm wearing sunglasses (laughs) and they smudge onto the lens. It's sunglasses. And then, or they smudge onto my... I know it is, I know. Yeah, that is a really good complaint. But I wish it had that. my brow bone. But then I look crazy. Like sometimes I see people doing a double take and I'm like, oh shit, is my mascara everywhere? So yeah, that's my kind of criteria. And I love the new Charlotte Tilbury Pillow Talk one. That's really good and it doesn't smudge. Love this Kevin O'Quan. But I also love L'Oreal Paradise. That's absolutely brilliant. And it's like a tenner. So okay. you don't have to spend a fortune you on mascara. No, I feel like mascara you just is... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can. But I'm, I'm the same. I kind of find that I just throw on a cheapy mascara mascara isn't where I would usually spend the money spend, yeah. I would just yeah, more kind of throw same. on anything yeah. it's not something I ever think about no never what would you guys spend on like foundation concealer that kind of thing 
Yeah, I definitely spend on foundation. I, I'm between two. One okay, is um, the Chanel, uh, the water fresh tint. I think they only oh, yeah, yeah, that last year. Fabulous. That's kind of wow. new to me. But you obsessed. mean minimal then with foundation? You really oh, do. Oh, literally, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 100%. And then the you only and one I love... can go to the island of wagons that don't need foundation. <laughs> 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 um, I always, but you know, okay, so I'll t- actually, I'll tell you that afterwards. But um, my other one, which I've been wearing for a couple of years now that I'm obsessed with, which does have a bit more uh, depth to it and you can layer it up, is also from, I get it in Space and K, it's called Becca and it's Aqua oh. Luminous Perfecting Foundation and it's delicious. Okay, well, you need, you need to stock up on that right now because Becca has say. closed. What? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. I was just about to say that. They yeah, announced last that. week. Yeah, oh, well, so. I'm hearing that for the first time now, so I'm literally going to buy them out. Go on of the internet right now. Yeah, because there's nothing oh, worse so than your favourite thing. It's such a Isn't gorgeous so foundation. Do you yeah. know what? That's the second brand that I've loved that have done that. I was obsessed with the um, the Bourgeois Rouge Edition I was Velvet. I used just to about to say obsessed. that. I was obsessed. 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 I used Bourgeois to put that was on over the bougie my lip brand. Liner. In boots, yeah. you went in and you were like, oh, it's French looking. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, and yeah, I was raging. And actually, I've only I've only recently discovered a um, a really good, um, like, replacement for it, which you'll probably love, uh, Vicky. It's the Kylie Jenner lip kit. Yeah. The, ma- oh. the matte liquid <laughs> lipstick is identical. It's the exact many. same. Yeah, they're fantastic, they're so good, Kylie ones. Yeah, yeah. I, wore, I wore Kylie, I think it was... Ooh, it was uh, Coco K on my wedding day. Oh, and it stayed the whole day and it was the perfect kind of bridely but still me um, tint. And then I just put gloss on over it at, at night time to partay. Um, but the Kylie liquids are amazing. You will they take something on they them do more than likely. Not but. Budge. They don't budge. No, yeah, no. they don't come off. But it was funny when they launched my sister-in-law and I went through a phase of buying every single one she brought out and like being on, you know, the feckin' website at eight o'clock for the launch credit Brilliant. cards ready but <laughs> then we kind of like stopped doing that because we we're spending all of our money <laughs> so now it's got to a point where I actually don't own any of the KKW stuff which is bizarre because Kim is my queen so I'm, I've been waiting to go to feckin America and go to Ulta Beauty and buy them in real life um, but yeah that has, that's not going to happen it, for it, the next while so. it, well, this, it's the same as the skims like I want to buy all that I underwear want them so it's bad. insane yeah. looking like it's so the so tights good, like, as well the tights look incredible but like mm. that I want to go and see them in person you know I want yeah. to actually go into the store and look they through have them. them in Selfridges in London so if we get to London anytime soon you can go play with some skims that's very true yes. very very mm. true but what's she going to do with KKW now is just going to be KK what's she going to do yeah do you think I she'll keep the W I, I think don't know. she'll I, keep I, the I doubt it do you? But Cheryl Cole did it for about how many years? Yeah, that's, that's true. true. That's true. And her children, like, her children are obviously still West. So, mm, interesting. We shall see least, my, my Kimmy. Yes, at least it's just the initials as well. But now, sure, Chris. True. Isn't Chris bringing out a, a makeup line now? Apparently? Oh, I hope so. so. I'd buy yeah. the whole thing. There's talks that she's bringing out her own makeup brand. So, like, you know, she'll kind of take over the reins there, I'd say, for a while. And oh. all the spotlight will be on her. So we'll forget about KKW. Why not? They're smart. all making a mint. <laughs> Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, Courtney, tell us about your kind of go-to now that you're a new mum. Like, what do you have the same kind of like routine? Do you take five minutes for yourself to to put on a bit of glam, or is it just kind of roll with the punches? Uh, it's definitely rolling with the punches, but <laughs> I, 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 
Yeah, no, I am rolling with the punches, but I do still go to kind of my hero products, which would be the lip liner that I mentioned. Because I'm a brow girl, I try and, especially because no one sees anything but your eyes at the moment. Yes. If yeah. I get my brows on, I feel like a new woman. And I love the Charlotte Tilbury, um, what's it called? Brow lift. Supermodel brow lift. Yeah. Supermodel brow lift, yeah. yeah. And I, I, I use that first to kind of like fill any gaps. And then I use, um, I'm kind of between two. I actually love the Glossier uh, boy brow. Um, yeah, in, the, in the brown I don't use the see-through one I use the actual coloured one because it just yeah. kind of I think thickens it up a little bit um, yeah. and then I also use the there's like a brow wand from um, Charlotte Tilbury as well that I love so I kind of yeah. mix it up you the recommended them. them to me and ah. I gave them a whirl but they, they don't have a colour that suits me I'm, I think ah. maybe the one that definitely suited me was out of stock or something so I bought the next best thing and they're just not I think you have to have you have to be a bit more blessed um, in the brow follicle department than I am <laughs> Because I was like, Courtney has loads of brows. Of course, this works for her. I need to like build from scratch, kind of. So that's yeah. I I'm gonna try it again though, because I'm I'm using serum on my brows now to see if they have the same effect that they've had on my Ooh, lashes. I'm so sure hopefully, it will. your lashes grow that much. They really but, uh, did, but they're really fair. So that's that's my problem with my lashes. I still have to wear mascara or dye them, and I don't really like dyeing them. Yeah. So, but like yeah, when I wear mascara, I'm like yeah, smudgy McGinty because <laughs> they're, they're quite long now. <laughs> so, yeah. I love it. But yeah, so tell so us more. That, like I'm kind of down to kind of I'm. I suppose it's about time and convenience. But like you'll laugh because like what I use is probably the most bougie thing that I could say. But it's that new. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's the new Westman Atelier. Oh, it's fabulous! Uh, oh, it's absolutely yeah. now. Uh, like I got sent it, so like I didn't actually go out and buy it, but I would go out and buy it because I've been using it's it. It's in Brown Thomas, right? So, yeah, and it's Arnott's in Brown well, Thomas. Um, yeah, probably Arnott's as well. But like what I'm loving is in particular they've got these like um sticks like kind of like those old school sticks that you would have that we would have used when we were teens um, yeah it's a, it's a very sticky brand isn't it like yeah. the foundation's a stick the blush is a stick they're kind the of like contour stick. sticks aren't they yeah kind of. yeah I, yeah I, yeah so i've got the biscuit which i use for kind of contouring but i also use it for eyeshadow if i want to have like a little bit of color and then oh, they've smart, got this yeah. kind of highlight stick that's like this glossiness that you can put on your cheekbones um and then they've also got um one that you can use for a blusher but again i've kind of i've used it as a blusher i've used it as a lipstick I've used it as an eyeshadow so I've literally got these three little sticks that I can throw into my bag and I just feel like I've got a whole face in a very convenient way very bougie beautiful a very bougie convenient way they're lovely because they're really heavy like it's a lovely kind of luxurious brand they're really like they feel good and expensive in your hands no I really like them as well they are definitely a splurge but I would say they're worth it like while these were sent to me I'm fully convinced and will buy them when I'm done with them yeah yeah. I'm the same I really like the foundation it's gorgeous and I didn't think I would because it's quite sheer Um, and uh, but I, I found that like I can just build up a concealer where I need it and yeah, yeah I think my, my friend Aiden, who's a makeup artist who's been on the podcast before he was like these feel expensive they feel like you're in Miami on a shoot in a you know luxury hotel and you know I'm just like dabbing it on your face dabbing it on your face and I'm like yes I totally get that vibe from them so and, and yes, you know what West the packaging Man. the packaging is really slick as well and I always it think is. packaging is such a key thing you know if it's slick and it feels expensive and looks expensive then you feel glamorous 
glamorous. It's, it's totally yeah. the part of the experience with beauty, isn't it? Like you don't want something that feels cheap and looks cheap, even if it is two euro. Good. Like you want yeah, it to yeah. feel a bit more. Yeah. Um. So tell us about your hair. I know you said you're you're not getting to wash it as much, but <laughs> you. Uh, story of my life. I'm just not washing mine as much. Um. But like, how do you style it? Because you get such beautiful kind of curls, and I was wondering, is your hair kind of naturally curly, or just is it just thick and holds a curl? I like if I cut my hair it would be naturally curly so like I had a little afro as a baby and as a kid like proper head of curls but Uh I suppose if I if I let my hair dry naturally in the sun there'd definitely be like a kink and a wave to it but not like curly curly yeah um, if you're referring to my most recent Instagram post I've had so (laughs) many so many messages about how I do my hair with that it's just those three barrel tongs Uh, I think they're that all because they just like crimp my hair because it's so fine (laughs) Well, that's what it is. <laughs> I don't know no, what I'm saying, but saying, like, that's literally what it is. I look like I'm from the 80s, like not in a, a chic way. Like, just, <laughs> But I have no hair. I, you know, I have a slip of hair, so it's different. You're, you're dealing with a lot more. <laughs> yeah, so I'm doing lots of layers of that cr- uh, crimping motion, right. I guess. But uh, yeah, so it's that. And I like I do have like some nice products that I use. I love the, um, I have a few different ones, but I'm obsessed with the OA which is that like organic yeah, brand. Fat, yeah. yeah, it's such a good brand. Uh, they've got a sea salt spray that I'm just like in love with. And if I, I often do my hair slicked back as well in a bun and they've got this, um, like these like nurturing drops and this glam shine spray. So you get a really chic uh, look like without any flyaway bits. So I, yes. they're kind of my go-to when it comes to hair products. And that's yeah. another Kardashian associate. That's Jen Atkin. She's one of their hairstylists that created that brand. So Kim endorsed as well. Good old Kimmy. Good yeah, old and tell us about tell us about skincare because I'm correct in thinking you're you're in your early thirties, right? So is, is there is there something you've kind of adapted in the last few years, or are you just feckin' blessed with nice skin as well? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I I did always have nice skin initially, and then about oh it's probably three years ago now I got like a, a break out of like this cystic hormonal acne that took oh, no. months to go like probably took a full year for it to properly go and um I think I th- like I don't like I'll have all the vegans onto me giving out now but like I tried to go vegan <laughs> and they said yeah, I will won't I um I tried to go vegan and it basically my skin just completely flared up like I mean I had pictures of my Instagram at the time actually I didn't put them up at the time I was so upset about my skin I waited until it healed and then I yeah, kind of like I, I waited until it healed and then kind of showed people the before and after then but um I, yeah, I tried to go vegan and my skin just erupted and I went to, to spoke to so many specialists and a lot of them just said, you know what, when you go vegan or vegetarian and you've eaten meat, your body's trying to get rid of all the toxins. And what's yeah, happened so here purge. is... Exactly. It's like purging the toxins. But what happened with me is it never rehealed. So the toxins right. just like... And they just said sometimes like it just doesn't suit everybody yeah so sometimes just I, listen uh, to your body yeah, and your you skin and your hair to your body. And totally exactly just so it, it like just it's not for everyone me. yeah and were you so, going vegan with your skincare as well as your diet or was it just your diet well actually just my diet now that you say it but um 
Yeah, well, so, like, no, it's, it's, it's interesting because some people, for you know, ethical reasons, want to use vegan skincare, and it just doesn't do the business for them. You know, they need yeah. the chemicals. They need, I need the chemicals. I know that for yeah. a fact. Like, there are some products that I could switch. Like, I could switch to a vegan kind of makeup removing balm, which would be lovely, and you know, feel like you're doing your bit. But when it comes to cleansers and serums and stuff, give me that. Oh. Yeah, active I, I, ingredient now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, especially completely. in your 30s, I think. And like, obviously, totally. mine coincided with, I think, turning 30. So we're just after. So it was, I was kind of like, my skin is yeah. like, betraying <laughs> me. What is happening? I've had good I skin my whole life. But, um, I know. but I, since I, then, I've always had yeah. to look after my skin. It's funny because I had really bad skin when I was growing up. I had rosacea. I had like just really red cheeks. The boys used to call me traffic light, which wasn't very nice. Oh, <laughs> so mean. I was using really kind of astringent products on it for years. And now just the last few years, like I've only been saying this week to my husband who does not care. I'm like, my skin is so healthy. Like it's the first time in my life that I've been like, I can actually see the health on my skin. But it's down to rigorous skincare in oh, lockdown, it's, especially it's, yeah. wearing less makeup, drinking more water, looking at after yeah. myself like I've stopped eating red meat the last few weeks six weeks I think it is oh, now so that's no cows pigs lambs but or ducks but your hubby makes such nice food <laughs> I know but I've, I've been adapting his recipes for turkey versions of everything oh. so, or fishy versions of you know like but not we're not going veggie or anything we're just we're just eating poultry and and uh, fish and seafood but yeah, I've but noticed such a difference in the keratosis pilaris on my arms which is that bumpy chicken skin on my upper arms like and I, I was googling going is red meat bad for keratosis pilaris but I think it's just my salt intake is down you know yeah. it just it obviously just wasn't suiting me because for the first time in my life I have soft upper arms and like I remember leading up to my wedding my mum was distraught she was like what are you going to do about those arms <laughs> I'll just put tan on, be grand. But yeah, it's it's amazing. Like you are what you eat, I think. Um, whether Literally. that's vegan or cutting out something or adding in stuff. I, I really think it has such a massive effect on how you look, which I never yeah. really copped before now, which is crazy considering I I've been writing beauty for 12 consume, years. I don't consume a lot of dairy products. Um, right. Like I, lo- I do love cheese, but like I would limit it anyway. Um, yeah. But like I'll I'll go opt for oat milk, coffees and things like that. And I wouldn't, I don't really have cereal or anything like that. So like my little guilty pleasure of dairy would be having like a cheese board or something a little like bit that. Cheese. But, yeah. yeah. No, I'm but, a massive uh, oat milk fan as well. But I yeah. think like you were saying, it's all about just listening to your own body and like exactly. what it needs. And if you're trying something and it's not working out, like take it as a sign to maybe like cut back on it Stop or, you that. know, like <laughs> go back to the way you were doing what you were doing beforehand. Because I think a lot of the time it's easy to look at like a specific diet or what someone's doing and be like I want to do that too but a lot yeah. of the time it's it's your own body that will will tell you whether or not it works for you you know and so, your own face yeah <laughs> and your I'm own finding. face and your own skin yeah, and absolutely. everything your yeah, energy levels not- as well is a massive one so Totally. Well, Courtney, we're out of time, sadly, but oh. I'd love to know, have you got one more great product you'd like to tell us about we can squeeze in? Ooh, do you know what? My hero skincare product, since we were yes. just talking about skin, is yep. the Illumiere C&E Active. It's like, mm. I don't, like, it's, I, if I don't have that on my skin, my skin goes bad. It's like the best thing ever. You've got bad skin, you put that on, your skin's amazing the next day. What is it, a serum? Yeah, it's like, yeah, exactly. It's a serum, but like a very watery-based serum. Um, it's it's like, okay. it's got loads of active ingredients in it. So it's definitely like hardcore, but it is brilliant. I use it day and night and I haven't had a breakout since using it. 
that's a good thing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. That's a brand I'm not very familiar with, so I will look into that on behalf of, of Stellar Readers everywhere and report back because I love that. I love finding out about new things. There yeah. you go. Very exciting. We ended on well, a high thank then. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for being such a lovely guest. Give our love to baby Zen. And I will. Uh, more Please Zen do. this afternoon. And uh, <laughs> we'll be back in a fortnight with another fantastic guest. So thank you. See Thanks you then. Thanks for having me. Bye. 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 Bye.